we are on page 6 because man lifted up the burden of his fate see he'll do the effort doesn't even know which direction to put an effort where to go what is the goal so man lifted up the burden of his fate now we see as the symbol of dawn symbol dawn works at so many levels it is the dawn dawn on which satyavan would die it is the dawn of a new creation it is the dawn which after every pralaya there is a new emergence so all these it is the dawn which is the first rush of illumination that springs up in the heart of a devotee so these are the various symbols now comes the biggest sense of this dawn and dawn comes in the form of savitri the divine mother who takes a body upon earth and savitri to evoke among these tribes who were those tribes the thousand peoples of the soil and sky <laughs> so now they are connecting what are these tribes you see and savitri to evoke among these tribes that hasten to join the brilliant summoners chant so we had now you see he is connecting also in a very interesting way sun as a reason so when sun as a reason <laughs> he is the brilliant summoner he is sun he is summoning he is summoning everyone brilliant summoners chant the winds are blowing <laughs> and the sun is saying wake up wake up put on effort start moving don't lie down take a wash and lured by the beauty of the apparent ways so how we respond to the call lured by the beauty of the apparent ways acclaim their portion of ephemeral joy so you see suddenly there is an announcement supposing god is coming god is coming jagannath rath so what will everybody let's rush but chit chit rakh liya apna mera chit are ye to unconditional god ne koi condition to diya nahi ki tum you can only ask few things what is the most sensible thing to do god is coming god is coming you have a moment before him what would you ask most sensible thing yeah there are so many things or you may say i give myself to you take me <laughs> take me take me do whatever you want <laughs> enough of all this you take me do with me what you want you want to keep me on the side it's okay you want to make me an instrument i am ready you want to break the instrument keep it aside i am ready you want to make a flute out of it okay fine you want to make a rug out of it on which you can put your feet i'm ready for it so but make me yours slave child whatever isn't that isn't it the most logical thing to do but lured <laughs> by the apparent ways most people will pick up a chit and the husband and wife will be fighting wo dala ki nahi dala have you put in that in the list god is coming he can give any number of things did you think about why don't you also write about your chacha's bua's son uska bhi problem hai so everybody is thinks we have made a big list and god is just taking and going away but rare is the one who gives himself so ephemeral joy but what about savitri this is the difference between the life of a missioned one and the ordinary person see life of a missioned one take the life of lord rama missioned one so when dashratha tells him that you go 
banishes. And morning he hears that I am, I am leaving the kingdom. An average person would say, you dare me to leave the kingdom because one lady has told you who is not my mother, I am going to raise the whole kingdom against you and father you will become the bandi. This is a kind of culture which people sometimes, you know, that is the culture which has come from, imported from the Middle East. Make your father's bandi, make your brother this thing. But what is Indian culture on those days, 17,000 years back? He says, father, I accept it. Not because he is weak, not because he is coward, but because he knows I am missioned for something else. Not for these yes, not for ephemeral joys. Look at Sri Krishna. You see, we talk about Sri Krishna being in the Mahabharata war. What was happening to his family during that time? They were going through a tough time. That is the time that Pradyumna and some of these episodes are taking place. But Sri Krishna is busy with the Pandavas. And somebody would say, you are not going to fight the war. That's exactly what uh, Balram said. <laughs> Why are you involved? <laughs> what, was, what would Krishna reply? It's not about me and you. It's about dharma. Dharma. For me, dharma is important. So that is how the missioned one. So how does the missioned child, Savitri, akin to the eternity when she came, no part she took in this small happiness, a mighty stranger in the human field, the embodied guest within made no response. So, his mother's physical father was very fond, uh, fond of going to circus. So, he would take people <coughs> to circus to watch. But the mother would never find it very interesting. So, she says, yes, you have no interest in going to circus. She says, I have more interesting things to do. More interesting things to do. So what were those more interesting things? She would sit, she would project herself on the screen, all the different parts of a being. That's how she was, that was her, her circus, the inner circus. But this is the difference. So when uh, people would be busy in the class, Once a mother told her that you are, you, um, she asked mother, her mother asked something to Divine Mother and Divine Mother said uh, in reply something, which whatever was the response. So her physical mother said, but you are telling a lie. And mother had not told a lie. She had never told a lie. She says that categorically. Never in her life. So mother kept quiet, then after a while she started crying. This is 5-6 year old child. So a physical mother shouts at her. She says, oh, so now you are making a fuss and you have begun to cry. So mother said, no, I am not crying because of uh, anything personal. I am crying at the misery of this world. At 6. And the mother didn't, her physical mother didn't understand anything. Just shut the door and went away. What is she saying, misery of the world? Yeah, what misery of the world? And what are you going to think about it? Yes. So this is, she took no part. Embodied guest made no response. She, she, she never demanded anything. So... There was a time when the family went through a financial crisis. And <laughs> during that time, she has to wear the same shoes for quite a number of uh, maybe few years. So then she was a little grown up, adolescent. Now adolescent, no, you want to wear something at least France, the fashionable place. <laughs> so her shoes got torn and the colors got worn off. More than torn, got worn off. So it was not looking nice. So she devised a creative way. She was a painter. 
she started painting differently on those areas which had got faded so it it would look new every time this is the way divine shakti works not that get me a new shoe papa sure you can afford for my shoe so this is where <laughs> she was she knew she is not here for that the call that wakes the leap of human mind its checkered eager motion of pursuit its fluttering yield illusion of desire visited her heart like a sweet alien note the call that wakes the human mind how what is the call you tell someone that you know uh, we can take this example you know we are going to pondicherry we want to have a savitri study who all will come it is good very nice you know i am busy i am this that something okay so people one or two will be ready kon jayega itne dur but tell a person you know we are planning to go you know on holidays to mauritius or thailand or somewhere immediately there will be so many people ready for package holidays and shubhendra calls it as checkered motion of pursuit checkered motion you think you are going to enjoy and <laughs> something will happen and instead of joy you are seeing you are unhappy then again you have some moment of joy then again you have those unhappy moment at the end of the thing you just wonder you saw some places which is fine great but that's that's how life is and that is how it advances so slowly checkered thoda khushi thodi gham this is how it's you know unfortunate the texture of a life but the call of the divine the brilliant summoner chant that doesn't draw the human heart it's like it doesn't naturally draw <coughs> people find savitri very difficult or you know things like they will not read um, they will make lot of effort to understand the financial complexities of the world i think this is definitely less complex and less abstruse <laughs> so this is how life is so it's fluttering huge illusion of desire that too you think you are going to get happy and satisfied no because <laughs> <laughs> we can only enjoy that much which our nature allows so she is born on earth so these desires will come to her call her why not come why not come but sweet alien note not a friendly note it would come and leave her times message of brief light was not for her so what what was there that she had brought in her there was the anguish of the gods so anguish of the gods is see now imagine you are coming from a <clears throat> uh, far off land which is all beautiful with a perfect system uh, where everybody loves each other everybody lives with a spirit of unity the outer riches go with the inner wealth and inner prosperity uh, there is abundant happiness sunshine nobody knows quarrel so when you come here supposing by some freak like the movie pk and you land up here so what will be your first thing will be strangeness wherever i come what kind of place is this everybody is running after each other with a stick or a rod or a gun first thing will be that then when you meet human beings you'll see that they are quarreling they are fighting so what will happen to you you'll experience anguish what is this world and next what you will do you would rush in to change it these are the so she is born with the anguish of the gods why because she comes from the plain where even you know the gods great gods dwell and she is their mother actually imprisoned in our transient human mold the deathless conquered by the death of things so she is come imprisoned in our transient human mold so she brings all that but 
what you can do magically from above in those planes because those planes are receptive to the divine energy you can't do here matter doesn't respond this is the big challenge a vaster nature's joy had once been hers but long could keep not its gold heavenly you or stand upon this brittle earthly base in narrow movement on times deep abyss life's fragile littleness denied the power so you know matter is not accepting so the first if you read mother's explanation of savitri to huta four lines so one of the place she is saying the effort of the divine mother to adapt to the falsehoods of earth nature so it's 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 not accepting the vas is not accepting that power that force to enter into that's why the divine body has to be created in a special way and even then it's not easy because it's not accepting easily it would break down the proud and conscious wideness and the bliss she had brought with her into the human form the calm delight that weds one soul to all the key the key to the flaming doors of ecstasy these are the things she brought so if somebody asked you are divine yes what can you do for me what do you want i want you to give me money give me prosperity give my child education what else you want but she has got something else she has got the flaming the key to the flaming doors of ecstasy after all we are striving for a little happiness through all this she has got something which will give us the state of ecstasy even if there was nothing upon earth so you know and of course everything else will also be there what else she has brought the calm delight that wets one soul to all so but people want to possess only my divine mother others are lesser mortals they are inferior i am closer all these feelings through which human beings want to limit the divine and divine action but she is the mother of all you know sometimes i tell people here that you know you should travel out to different places in india india for sure and meet people who are working in different centers and then you will wonder that this illusion that we are specially chosen lot even the other day someone was saying you know we are specially chosen by the mother i said you have no clue what you are meaning speaking <laughs> all are chosen by the mother not big or small just that somebody recognizes it by her grace and isn't the whole creation hers and when you go out you see the way people work in such difficult conditions are they any less but we want my special but she brings that sense of universality the calm delight that wets one soul to all <clears throat> conscious wideness and the bliss so these are the things she has brought but earth what is earth's response <clears throat> she says delight bliss big words don't it if you try to tell somebody what do you experience in pondicherry oh we feel bliss they say yeah yeah i know we also feel very happy when we go there somebody will say when i i enjoy drinking some wine in some place so people don't understand that what exactly is this bliss people want a little sorrow they they want the play we we may say no we don't want sorrow but we do all the things which will bring some sorrow or the other that is the irony and the strangeness about life so earth's grain that needs the sap of pleasure and tears everybody knows that in our state of imperfection the way we are sorrow is bound to come in whatever direction you take but for little pleasure i mean i need not take examples there are countless examples where for little pleasure people have put everything at stake and lost it has brought in so much suffering so much tears 
but earth needs that earth's grain the seed which is buried here needs that to grow it needs not only the happy things it needs sad things it needs pain and it's not good that it should grow like that the divine mother doesn't want it like that it's not an eternal law that we must grow like that mother has said you can walk the sunlit path you don't need to go through pain suffering uh, so people think that if if we have to avoid pain and suffering the way is to completely avoid life no you be in life but in a state of yoga in a state of union with the mother depending only on her very simple terms if we depend only on her you know there is a term which goes on nowadays that have no expectations everybody gives this advice if you have expectations you will suffer everybody now knows because it's a whatsapp gyan nobody tells you how not to have expectations no no even human beings people have some human being or the other child or friend or husband or wife or parents or god of course but how do you how do you finish expectations that whatsapp gyan doesn't say as long as there is desire as long as there is a need in the being want in the being you will have expectations you just cannot eliminate it it will remain inside either take a quirky route <laughs> isn't it so buddha understood it so well so he said eliminate desire you can't uh, give a gyan like this that you know this is how the westernized buddhism works you can't say eliminate desire because uh, there will be hahakar desire desire to hamara our foundations of our civilization is desire how can you say so expectation yes so what buddha taught have no expectation buddha didn't say that <laughs> buddha said have no desire conquer desire eliminate desire if you have desire they will take some route or the other want expectation you may not have from one person so you think you have conquered expectation it will transfer on to somebody else you will say after some time hurt no no i shouldn't have expectation he'll take another route even then you will humanize god as you said and transfer it to god and when god doesn't fulfill your expectation because nobody is in this creation even god to keep us at the center and keep pampering and pandering to our desires so we will say god you are also rejected so that's where is the problem the root is desire expectation is a outward manifestation so isn't it that's what so it is an ignorant way of trying to recreate oneness yes so we can take that ignorant way or we can take the sunlit path the key to the flaming doors of ecstasy as you said correctly that through desire and ignorance and we are ultimately trying to recreate that there is another way and that way is a direct way. now if you are really happy inside why would you want anything and then if something is there very good if it's not there it's very good and if something is there then you will use it rightly in the beautiful way so that is how the logic works it's not that you can crush the outer where the roots are lurking inside that's why shrivindu says that one place distrust all utopias that try to perfect human life without touching the roots of the melody the roots of the melody are ego even if uh, with the ego we were to go to heaven uh, we will experience the same thing jealousy is ambition heaven will no more be heaven we will turn heaven into hell so the real <laughs> roots are inside so what did earth do it wants pleasure and tears rejected the undying rapture's bone we don't want to be forever happy it is too tiring <laughs> huh cannot bear to glad a note for long 
it's too tiring so we want to we want a change <laughs> ah so after some time yes that's it so it rejected so it has to also give something this is she has brought the divine mother this gift for earth that is the psychic being yes so you bring the she has said i am giving you the key as gift so earth is uh, saying uh, earth consciousness earth nature uh, this is okay it's okay this i am not much interested you can keep it i'll also give you something return gift so what is the return gift yeah you see offered to the daughter of infinity daughter of infinity is typically aditi is infinity so daughter of infinity her passion flower of love and doom she gave so she also picks up a flower passion flower she says no you are giving me rapture i have something better passion see the contrast we don't understand a quiet rapture a quiet inner joy most people cannot even feel it they can only feel when something is very crude something that can shake the body and legs they can't feel they don't understand what is this rapture shobhin that one place says in foundations of indian culture that uh, uh, it's very difficult for people to comprehend the rapturous shiva or the rapturous buddha's mood with a calm on the face very difficult to understand <laughs> this is the inner rapture in there is an inner ecstasy so it says no 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 this i don't want i'll give you something i have a better stuff <laughs> kya better stuff hai passion flower please take it what is this passion flower love and doom <laughs> so what it does draws people to each other creation to each other not the true love which is the rapture itself and and leads them toward the doom so passion flower in vain now seemed the splendid sacrifice she has assumed a human body come all the way down to give us the key to the flaming doors of ecstasy the undying rapture we want the old ways of passion and its petty joys a prodigal of her rich divinity herself and all she was she had lent to men see she had daughter of infinity there is no limit to what she can give so she gave herself and everything that is the divine mother's ways she knows only giving so people say oh so the divine wants me to give myself to him yes because he is the one who first who has given himself and he gives himself so he has given so completely to the earth become so identified with everything so we have to now give this back when we give we are ready to receive more so this is how this mystic transaction takes place the more we give the more we receive and that is the old vedic way that when we give there is an ascension then we remain stuck with that level we are very happy with some of the experiences and then we are ah it is great then you have to sacrifice even that give then you further ascend then you have to sacrifice even that Shubhendra at one place says uh, during his sadhana, he had to give up all the realizations and the fruits of his yoga to be ready to ascend to the super mind. All, all that. So when you give, that's how you receive. Otherwise, you are stuck. If you are happy with that, fine. So, <coughs> exactly, Koloki of Indra and Agastya. So why she was giving? herself and all she was she had lent to men hoping her greater being to implant and in their bodies lives acclimatize 
that heaven might native grow on mortal soil on mortal soil so what did she come so that something of her breath something of her touch something of her love something of her glory little little can go inside and it can prepare our human consciousness to feel the touch of the divine grace to open and thereby blossom so this is what she has brought so after all <clears throat> that is the purpose of the divine to change us into who he is and who we truly are in our essence <clears throat> so now this is the background this is the first movement where it says that on one side there is the ordinary humanity amidst which the avatar comes she has come and while human beings are turning towards apparent things she has brought with her something else anguish of the gods <clears throat> the calm rapture the key to ecstasy and she comes to give it to earth but earth rejects it she is happy with her passion passion flower which will give her momentary satisfaction little bit of what men call love and in return doom so it looked as if all this her sacrifice was in vain and yet she persisted in the effort she wanted that the home from where she has come something like that this earth can grow and that is you see the her effort at in ashram auroville has been to create that that if human beings can live not centered around the ego but centered around the divine life can become so beautiful uh, ashram life was like that from morning till night the morning started with balcony darshan and the day ended with mother's darshan in between several times darshan remembrance work so why are you working for is it a job <laughs> no <coughs> you will get paid for it no what are you going to get out of it promotions no position no <coughs> what for service to the mother ask another person what are you working for service to the mother so all are tied in their common effort towards the divine this is the ideal condition whether people understand it or not is a different story same in auroville people from different countries come together but what is the common meeting ground divine work divine collaboration so collaboration through service of the divine recognition of the divine as the center of your life in whatever way you want to conceive the divine but contrast to that our normal life is centered around the ego the family life is centered around family ego the collective life is centered around collective ego the social life is around society's ego you know that's why often people will say log kya kahenge hamare naak kat jayegi hamari izzat chali jayegi hai na so whether it's true or not is not the point the point is that i'll my ego people my prestige will be will go away so this is the way life is centered even national ego there can be a true uh, connection with the nation through your soul but there can be a purely egoistic relation so the whole life of outside is organized around the ego and that's why there is chaos she wants to create a heaven upon earth by organizing the human life around the divine not just going within and uniting yourself with the divine but human life here as a miniature sample <clears throat> but then the next passage tells us what is the difficulty oh mother and shurabindo came people asked this they couldn't achieve first of all it's a very wrong thought immortalization of the body supramental manifestation already has begun but why they took so much time because there is a part of the work which depends on us see that's what we are talking about personal effort something depends on us 
What is that something that depends on us? Here comes that something. Hard is it to persuade earth nature's change. They have come to change. They have come to implant heaven on earthly soil. But it is hard. Why? Mortality bears ill the eternal's touch. That is a problem. <laughs> it fears the pure divine intolerance of that assault of ether and of fire. It murmurs at its sorrowless happiness. Almost with hate repels the light it brings. This is the response of the human nature. It doesn't accept. In many ways it rejects. It rejects in the thought, no, it's not possible. It rejects in the heart because the price it has to pay, it is not ready to pay. It rejects it from the life parts because they cling to the old ways of pleasure. So this is the challenge. That it doesn't bear well the eternal touch. It reacts in so many ways. That's why before this became a worldwide movement or is still in the process, uh, in the ashram community, the mother's effort was to create first a little nucleus. Let's see how human beings respond first to this light we have got. If we spread in the rest of humanity, first let's see the little homeopathic doses. And what kind of reactions? I mean, people started questioning mother herself. <laughs> so, <laughs> instead of receiving what she is giving, or straight the reactions, because human beings, what they are, mother I think does not like me so much. Why you drew this conclusion? No, when I went for pranam, she just uh, looked at me for one moment. And then to somebody else, he was spending five minutes. Now look at it. What pettiness of thought. That's how human beings are. Oh, mother sees him so many times. She gave this flower to that person. So all these pettinesses of human consciousness, human nature came up. And even now, because we have this limited consciousness, now it extends in different ways. Oh, somebody has got work in mother's room. Shurabindu's room must be a great sadhak. It is nothing to do. These things have nothing to do. Always sadhana is inner. It is, these are fundamental axiomatic truths which don't change. The outer is always a support. It doesn't indicate that, oh, it's not like a hierarchy. Okay, now you are closer to me, so physically you come closer to me. Now you are more advanced sadhak, so now you will be given a place inside the ashram. Now you are still more advanced sadhak, so you can be on the staircase landing. It doesn't count. There may be a sabri-like person far away, closer to Rama. <laughs> then all the monkeys walking along with him. So this is, uh, but our understanding is like that. So it fears the pure divine intolerance. Because in the presence of the divine, there is tremendous pressure to change. <laughs> you know, people say that when mother would be there, she wouldn't say anything. See, mother, smile, sweetness, but they, people used to feel tremendous pressure of change. All the things that they had concealed would suddenly start coming up. Because they want to change. And you start thinking, oh, this is ugly. This, this, this is that. Whereas she wanted that you bring them out, I will change it. So this is the <clears throat> response of human consciousness. Almost with hate repels the light it brings. And this is not only first time, all the great ones which have come have met the same fate. Whether it is Rama, Lord Rama, Sri Krishna, Buddha, Christ, Shurabindo and all the rest in between. So what human beings do, it, it's, reply, it's explained beautifully. It trembles at its naked power of truth and the might and sweetness of its absolute voice. So you see how Dilip Kumar Roy's correspondence goes. He is asking Shurabindu and he is saying, yes, it is like this. But then I have a doubt. But Bertrand Russell says this. But so and so says this. So that might of its absolute voice 
at the end that one voice is heavier than all the rest Bertrand Russell confined to a museum and a few books Herbert Spencer gone Shurbindo ever expanding it's bound to be because the might of that absolute voice but human consciousness finds it difficult to accept inflicting on the heights the abysm's law it sullies with its mire heavens messengers or what it does it tries to throw the mud of human nature on to those who came to give us the light so of all the things when people went to have mother darshan imagine what people could notice so there is somebody who notices <laughs> but mother is using lipstick you have gone to have darshan of divine mother what you have noticed <laughs> that is the greatness of human stupidity no not all but some places these are all colored photographs they know but she has taken people even at the audacity to ask mother so and so was saying ah nail polish and lipstick you have used you know now how people ask this person who is asking obviously you you don't need to ask all this you can tell him how does it matter our goddess lakshmi is raj rajeshwari i mean she wears he lavanyamayi tripur sundari but anyways now this person also must be having a doubt so he has asked so mother says what can i do my child people come and give me such things with so much love when they give me i use it sometimes as simple <laughs> her answer is so simple she doesn't want to look beautiful but because you will use something to look beautiful you are selling heaven's messengers that he also or she also wants to look beautiful that's why they are using that's how human stupidity sometimes people give her beautiful sarees so she would wear it so that also people would raise question that mother is wearing beautiful sarees it's a question mark with a question mark as if beauty should not be so mother has to explain beauty is an aspect of the divine what is worse is to indians ha huh. do you want the divine to be in rags yes shurbindo has said this and you for indians to say it is even worse because we have seen the mahalakshmi yeah inarayana so majestically sleeping on the couch even dwarkadhish shri krishna he is full of you know uh, opulence dwarka nagari but what have come to us that we recognize divinity only in the garb of an ascetic nothing else so people have started misusing it now it has become very easy to look divine all that you need is a orange or a white robe because now you are looking at the garb but divinity is divine regardless of anything so sullies with its mire heavens messengers if you see the number of questions people have asked certain questions is so strange that how could our teaching has been always that divine is divine when rama kills bali from behind modern mind asks questions why did he kill we grew up we never thought there was anything undivine about <laughs> at least i felt acha kiya mara usko badmash aadmi tha he was a titan he was doing wrong things uh, he had this power to draw away anybody's energy so it's perfectly fine he killed him but he is rama so he must why did he kill him actually ha even in ramayana it is answered because wali asks him why you have preferred sugri over me and then he explains that you don't know dharma last minute you are asking what is dharma all your life you have done a dharma so how will you understand ways of the divine so when we grew up again we all have grown up on these stories that shri krishna had Uh, satya bhama and uh, you know um, rukmani and uh, and there was beautiful love between him and radha it never struck us at least you know most of us that there was something wrong or abnormal this is the semitic conception of a highly moralist god 
No, no, I know. It's a conception. Conception. Yeah, semitic conception. No, no, that's why they don't acknowledge the presence of, uh, you know, a lady in the life of Christ. <laughs> because it's a semitic conception. It's not what the, the divine incarnation. Huh. Huh. The, the divine, it's not the conception of the avatar who came. He did not teach it. But they created the conception of a moralist God. You see the Jewish conception. You see the Islamist conception. That uh, he has decided this right, this wrong. If you do this wrong, thou shall be punished in hell forever. Fear. Fear. <coughs> in Indian conception, it is not like that. It's play, it is joy, it is growth. It's celebration, it's... it's Enrichment, divine is everywhere. Ascetism is also there. In a corner, it's okay, fine. You are also accepted because everything is accepted. You want to abandon everything and walk in pursuit of the divine, even throw away all your clothes, do it by all means. <laughs> that cannot become a that cannot become a public ideal. That can that cannot become a mainstream ideal of divine seeking. So, that's why we have richness of festivals even uh, in the pujas done in homes. Uh, I have grown up with that sanskar. So, every day Rama and Sita and uh, Gopalji, they were, you know, dressed in new clothes, nice colorful dresses with gota and all that. So, we grew up in that. That is part of life. You know, it's a joy. <laughs> it's you don't have to seek divinity by some harsh method. So, our idea, so morality is replaced here by the sense of nobility. Nobility is different. Morality is an arbitrary mental <coughs> division between this is right because I say so or <laughs> whoever <laughs> that being says so and this is wrong. But, Nobility is something which is within man. If you seek it, it will tell you. This is noble. That's why even in war, there were rules. Because it was ignoble to uh, shoot arrows at somebody who is lying on the ground. So these are the... Yeah. But people threw on heaven's messengers... Its thorns of fallen nature are the defense. It turns against the Savior hands of grace. It meets the sons of God with death and pain. Classic example is Jesus Christ. And of course there have been many other down the line, but one of the prominent ones. In India before the uh, Shri Krishna's advent and even earlier if you see uh, during Lord Rama's time uh, why Shatra Tej was necessary because many of those who were doing yagnas they were tormented they were killed their ashrams were plundered the Vedis were destroyed of course there were no stories built around it <laughs> but it was same thing uh, Parashar Rishi was called Pangumani because he was, uh, you know, uh, during attack by uh, Sahasra Arjun from Kartvir Arjun from the foreign lands. So he was <laughs> attacked, he used to invade, destroyed, destroy all the ashramas. So once he attacked Parashar Rishi's ashrama and in that process, once uh, his leg got injured, he survived the attack. But he started limping from then. So his another name became Pangumuni. So it is not only Christ. But Christ is like, it has been become a very prominent story with all the things around it. And of course he is an avatar, a special being. But uh, this has been the fate of many all through the history of mankind. Because we cannot tolerate that which is different from us. We must either convert it or crush it. Either you must think and behave like me, believe like me, otherwise you have no right to exist, become a slave or finish. And you know whom I am speaking of, this still survives, this mindset in 
at least a portion, a sizable portion of humanity. Yeah. <clears throat> it meets the sons of God with death and pain, a glory of lightnings traversing the earth scene, their sun thoughts fading, darkened by ignorant minds. Now, third thing, what happens? So, these are how resistances come up. This is the most dangerous one. So, they, ex- they take the thoughts but become the interpreters, sun thoughts fading. Darkened by ignorant minds. Ah, distorted. Distorting the scriptures. This is what is written in the scriptures. Do this, do that. Blow up. Finish. Cut. Well, unfortunately, some of this is written in some scriptures. But whatever it is. The thing is key. this is the, um, what shall I say, peddlers of truth. When you go to a temple inside, you will see that in India there are chota chota dukan, small little shops, no, outside, where you will get replicas of the temple. And what is interesting is sometimes you will get even prasad. So you don't have to take the trouble of going inside. You pay the money, get the prasad. <laughs> Come away. Very nice. So shortcut to thing. You are not allowed. So there are, I mean, you don't have to take the trouble. So already there are people who have, who are sitting with their shops. And naturally those who are coming, they first encounter these shops. But the purpose of those people was not to start their own shops. Purpose was to point the way. There is the house of truth. Go there. I am not the truth. I am simply a spokesperson. Truth is there. Go there and find out for yourself. That is what saved India's uh, spirituality. Countless people came. But always ultimate word was, truth is here, you find it inside. That was the saving grace. The moment you say, no, 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 only through this, through that, then it is finished. So these are the beings who came. Their work betrayed. Their good to evil turned. The cross, their payment for the crown they gave. So, Shubhinder at one place writes that they crucified Christ and built a church upon his tomb. So, it's, you know, it's one of the saddest events of history. And sure, if Christ came back and saw what has been done to Christianity, and I am sure with many things in many other places, he would himself be horrified that what have they done? I didn't come to teach you all this and be serious on a Sunday and pray a hymn in front of, in praise of me, come out and you know then start planning to bomb here and bomb this place, bomb that place. He would not, uh, you know, he would wonder what has happened to the great teaching of compassion and Christ's teaching is so similar to Buddha. So, but that's what they do. They give the cross in return for the crown. They take away the crown and then say, lest anybody says that this crown is yours and I am only a guardian. Better you cease to exist. So they slowly, yeah, because that's how the, see, the business of mullahs and uh, priests and pandits is, exists on that. The moment a priest or a mullah says, no, he is accessible to all. You don't have to go through me. You can just go. Hang out with the Lord. He is a playboy. Sri Krishna. (laughs) Playmate. He enjoys. The moment you do that, there is a problem. Oh, you are having, you are given this special crown. Is it yours? No, no. It has been given by my master. That's it. I am only his slave. But the moment you say, yeah, now I am the one. My master is no more there, but I am the one. That's where the problem starts. So that's what we see happening many times. And classically, as I said, it happened in the life of Christ. So Shivinda gives that example. Only they leave behind a splendid name. So everywhere you'll see Vivekananda school. Now you also have 
started Shiorabindo school and of course Christ colleges, Christ schools, plenty. All kinds of, you know, in the name of God, people open all kinds of things. But use it to do everything that is contrary to, uh, you know, <clears throat> Krishna's name, how much it is misused. There is a joke about it that <laughs> one of the party which doesn't believe in God fought vociferously that uh, there was no Rama Setu, there was no Lord Rama, nothing like that. So when he had a heart attack, so he was rushed to a hospital and the name of the doctor was Ramachandra somebody and the name of the hospital was Ramachandra Medical Mission. So he said, this is the irony of things and the sense of humor of the Lord. That he says, okay, Rama may not exist, but the name Rama exists. And that is still as powerful. It can still save you. <laughs> so they leave behind his splendid name. If fire has come and touched men's hearts and gone, if you have caught flame and risen to greater life, too unlike the world she came to help, and save her greatness weighed upon its ignorant breast and from its dim chasms welled a dire return a portion of its sorrow struggle <laughs> fall a portion of its sorrow struggle fall to live with grief to confront death on her road the mortal's lot became the immortal's share. Shiva comes to give Amrit, he is Asutosh. What is given back to him? Poison. This is okay. So be it. Christ comes to give freedom. What is given to him? The cross. He comes to teach the way to immortality. And people. Give him death in return. He accepts. People often raise the question, why didn't he run away? If he was God, by miracle he should have saved himself. But Christ would not be Christ anymore then. He would be just another human being. That is the sign of divinity. Shurabindo on his, uh, you know, last days, few days on earthly, our mortal limits of seeing, Niruddha says that, what is happening? We have seen you cure thousands of people just by a mere pressure of your force. I suppose you would be putting it on your body also. Aren't you using it? Something like that. Shabindu says, no, I am not using it. But why? You won't understand. What was he doing? See all the torment of the world, all the pain, the anguish. People talk about partition, make all kinds of movies, Hindus, Muslim, this, that. How that pain, the second world war pain, the first world war, so much pain, suffering. Imagine what, what their cosmic consciousness would be experiencing. Loads and loads and truckloads of things. The world today is very different from what it was in pre-50. Who was absorbing all this? The famine of you know, different places, India itself. They were just absorbing it inside. Someone had to do it. A dirty work. And he did it, did it, did it. And the result was beyond a point the body couldn't take it. And the supramental, seeing the tapasya of the Lord lying like this, descended. What has happened? <laughs> that is the mystery of the 5th December. So, the divine accepts the pain, accepts the suffering, accepts the poison that human beings inflict. He doesn't get angry and says, get away. People through jealousies, fears, even anger, at Shurabindu and the mother. 
so we don't uh, realize sometime when we i have seen people even uh, passingly saying i get angry at mother uh, as if it's a sign of closeness so they say but uh, you know i can get angry after all uh, you know uh, it's my relation with the divine mother well even an asura relates to the divine hiranyakashipu also related to the divine but that's not how we should relate to the divine complaining and angry and throwing okay if you do divine will accept it with abhiman pride that kind of bhakti is a bhakti of the old days the new bhakti which shurabindu releases is the bhakti of self giving so this is the difference between vital bhakti and the psychic bhakti the vital bhakti demands and demands and if demand is not fulfilled it immediately throws its passion unhappiness so she has come to take all this darkness <coughs> to live with grief to confront death on her road the mortals lot became the immortals share so this is the difference between the divine and man divine says whatever you throw okay i'll take it it's my business to transmute it to transform it whereas human beings to just the opposite this you may give whatever you want to give i will change it into my littleness and the divine says you give me whatever you can give i'll change your littleness into my wideness <laughs> yes yes uh, we'll stop here but we can have 10 minutes some questions or some interactions this canto will finish in the afternoon so as you can see in the very first canto he is revealing to us already the story the divine coming on earth and coming to redeem mankind and mankind not ready to receive the divine so the divine accepting the hard conditions and going accepting those conditions working to transform humanity <laughs> from darkness to light he accepts the darkness he doesn't stand in the light and give a call down the well come up come up how do we come up i will stand here i'll throw a rope catch it sir but we are blind we can't see the rope try to grope touch it sir what if we catch a snake by mistake that's your destiny karma but i have thrown the rope but in the well where you live snakes are also there can't help it so that is not what the divine avatar does the divine avatar enters the well to the blinded children goes and opens the eyes make sure that the snakes are away <laughs> takes them on the pitu <laughs> then comes <laughs> so that's the difference and imagine the situation when the divine has done all this come down all the way to lift human consciousness out and tells man come i have come to rescue and the first question man asks but who are you i am divine divine means what god of which religion i'll go only with my type of god ye bhi to we are all learned people no which scripture have you read if you are god recite to me this scripture from beginning till end you are god you must be knowing start asking 100 questions so after that convinced okay he is god so what i have to do next come with me already it is getting late dark no no but you see i am not living alone i have my whole family you have to carry all of them are baba i'll ask them also they will have their time what if they don't come will you still come with me i have to see i have to ask my family members if you people are not coming can i go ahead <laughs> see this is all this this is why the time taken is so long 
Imagine what the divine must be experiencing if he had a human consciousness. At one place, Mother says, if if the divine, even for one moment, had the human consciousness, this world will collapse. But he is divine. So he waits, says, okay, go and ask. After all the... But there are some who don't question anything. They intuitively know that here is my saviour. Jump into the lap and say, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. <laughs> He married and came both both married Dalat Pandey. She also same problem. So because old in times, no. You you're not allowed to just go away. You have to God knows Ladka Kya Karega and Ladkito out of question. Married and then also they first went to Calcutta. Ah, because Yeah. Not Pondicherry. We are going to Madras. First to Calcutta. So slowly stepping out. Then Madras. Madras is also good. Then since we have come all the way, we have heard about Pondicherry. So we thought we might as well visit it. That is how. Then two months, three months. What are you doing so long? No, we like the place. No, no, come back now. <laughs> so, so this was the, this is the state. Imagine if Amal Kiran would not have listened to the voice of his soul and remained there in his house. He may have become a big writer, which anyways he became, or maybe uh, carried on his, his father was a doctor. So maybe he would have become a professor in some college, renowned professor. But what Amal Kiran became by the mother's touch? Passing. Pa- huh? <laughs> I don't know but on passing of Shurabindo he is articulate hmm. hmm. yes 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 that, that's why his name was Clear Ray Amal Kiran Clear without any blemishes Mal without any faults Ray Kiran so, that was the name given by Sri Look at the poetry. So much writing, poetry blossomed after he came here. So, he listened to that call. Supposing he would have said, yeah, I want to come, but what to do? My parents don't like it and it is a dharma of, I must do my duty. Then do your duty. So, we have to understand this call of the divine. Heaven's call is rare, rarer the heart that heats. Just reading Savitri creates such a beautiful atmosphere that for some time you just want to sit and soak it. Mm-hmm.